Welcome to On the Hard Days, a podcast for mothers seeking community and support from those who get it. What if I told you that you are the best mother for your child? What if I told you that despite all the challenges and hardships parenting brings, you already have within you the tools you need to form a strong, positive connection with your child? My name is Megan Champion, and I'm a mother of three young children. I'm also a longtime elementary school educator. Not long ago, I believed I was a bad mother. I believed I was unable to meet my child's needs. I believed that no one understood what I was going through. Finding myself as a parent changed my life, and now I'm on a mission to empower mothers everywhere. Join me as I unpack parenting challenges I've faced and provide practical strategies and takeaways you can use today. It takes a village to raise a child, but mothers need a village too. On the hard days, support is right here. On the hard days, you are not alone. Welcome back. This is episode 12 entitled, Stop Mom Shaming Yourself. And I want to take a dive into this topic about mom shaming. I've had this realization over the past couple of days about where mom shaming originates and how we can make it finally stop. So if you are feeling that push of judgment or shame on yourself about your mothering skills, then I think this episode is definitely for you. So let's talk about what mom shaming is for a minute. You all know it, right? All moms say, I hate mom shaming. Mom shaming is wrong. I would never mom shame. But all moms know that we do it and we've done it. And we're going to keep doing it, even when we don't even mean to, even when we don't realize it, even if we don't say anything. Mom shaming can still be going on inside your head. And that includes me as well. Like, I'm not going to lie here. If you are in a grocery store or in a restaurant and you see a child who is behaving in a way that's like really rubbing you the wrong way, you you go there. Like your mind does go into a position of judgment and you might not necessarily say anything, but it's like, I would never, I would never. And I know before I had my own kids, I used to do this all the time. You probably did too. I think it's kind of normal before you have kids to say things like, well, when I have a kid, they never will blank. They'll never eat chicken nuggets. They'll never be on their phone in a restaurant. They'll never, whatever, whatever it is. They'll never wear sweatpants to school. That was one of mine. They'll never wear sweatpants to school. Oh my God. They're going to be wearing khakis and jeans with buttons and zippers and, and collared shirts and, um, hello? It was like, would you like gray or black sweatpants today? I said to Mr. Four. So, These things change when you have children, but the mom shaming part comes in with the judgment. It comes in with the judgment, and that's where there's those whispers to other people, maybe your friends or coworkers, and it's like, did you see what she did with her child, or did you see what she posted on Facebook about her child, or did you see that picture? I can't believe she let him outside in in 20 degrees in short sleeves, right? Whatever it is, that's all mom shaming. It comes from a place of judgment. And I think to judge others to a point is natural 
I think comparison is natural, but I think when it when it starts to become opinionated and gossipy, then that's when it is a big problem. And all mothers say, we don't mom shame, we hate mom shaming, it's so wrong. Let's do mothers supporting mothers, right? Moms supporting moms. And you know, this is my platform. That is my thing. This is why I have created this community. But what does support really mean? Does support mean... You want to vent about your child's misbehavior, and I'm now going to tell you what you could have done differently? Well, that might be support if you asked for advice, but if you didn't, then no, it's kind of unwelcome. Mom shaming is everywhere. It's in Facebook forums. It is on Instagram. It is on all the social media apps, but it's also in real life. It's at your job. It's at the store. It's in a restaurant. It's at the bus stop. I'm the first one to raise my hand and say I've done it. We all do it. And so here's the thing that I've realized in the past couple of days, talking with different moms who keep saying the same things. And this is like this light bulb moment for me. Like, oh my goodness, this, these are my people. Number one, these are my people. I'm so glad that I found them. But number two, wow. What, what a message they are sending. And here's what it is. You mom shame yourself. Think about that. I had a mom say to me a couple of days ago, the most innocent thought, right? It didn't carry any negative connotation to herself, but she was talking about her challenging child. And she said something like, It's so hard to be patient 24-7. And it was like, whoa, 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 hold on. That kind of a line is something many mothers would say. It's so hard to feed them nutritious foods all the time. It's so hard to get on the floor and play with them all the time. It's so hard to do anything all the time. Because guess what, guys? It is hard to do anything all the time. You essentially are mom shaming yourself. Dads don't do this. I'm not saying no dads. I'm not saying no dads, but I'm saying most dads. Most dads do not dad shame. Most dads do not say, oh, I want it to be perfect 24-7 and I'm just not. As far as I know, I, I don't know any dads like that, but I'm sure there are some. But I think mothers carry this invisible burden of perfectionism. Mom shaming yourself means judging yourself. It means shaming yourself into thinking, I messed up today. I have done something wrong. But I'm going to forgive myself, but I've done something wrong. When you mom shame yourself, you are essentially holding yourself to this absolutely unrealistic expectation of perfection. Really think about that. Why are you trying to be a perfect mom? You're already all the things, right? You're already the chef. You're already the the cleaner, the counselor, the, the coach, the one with the hugs, the one who packs the lunches, the one who does the laundry, the one who knows when it's field trip day, the one who knows that a classmate is having a birthday, whatever. This is your role that you have taken on so naturally, 
and you are wonderful, and you are organized, and you are a planner, and it does work most of the time, but what about for the times it doesn't work? Why are you holding yourself to such an expectation, this high standard? It's absolutely unachievable. Being patient 24-7. Who is patient 24-7? Please, if that is a mom out there and you are patient 24-7, DM me, please, and teach me your ways. Because not only am I not patient 24-7, I'm not even patient every hour. (laughs) Like, I'll have, let's take one parenting moment. Remember I talked about making spaghetti and meatballs with the twins um, a few episodes ago, and it was because this was this negative event for me, and I hate cooking, and I tried my very best and did a pretty good job of turning my mindset around there and focusing on what I am doing well that I could bring to that situation. The same goes for you. What are you doing in those everyday moments that instead of shaming yourself for what you're not doing, what can you focus on that you are doing? Because I might yell and raise my voice when I really don't want to, but I just might. And then literally five minutes later, I'm sitting on the couch, snuggled up and reading a book. You can have those back and forth moments. Dads do. There is no reason why you should be feeling this way in this 24-7 mode. If only I got more sleep and I would have been kinder and I would have been calmer and I would have been more generous and I didn't give enough hugs and I wasn't encouraging enough. Okay, so, so, and, and. What are you bringing to every parenting situation that is classic you? And, And so for me, it's, it's about finding those strengths, the classic Megan moves. Like, what am I bringing? I bring, as I talked about uh, before, delegating. I'm good at that. I'm good at organizing my thoughts in terms of I remember the details and I have these lists going in my head. I try my very best to use a very calm and encouraging tone most of the time. And then the other part of the time I'm snapping. But for, for some of it, I'm nice and calm. I try to be supportive. I'm really working hard on... When my children show me something that they've done or built or created, instead of saying how much I love their finished product and, you know, great job, I'm really trying to focus more on the effort piece, especially with Mr. Seven as he gets older, because not everything comes easy. And I want to focus my praise on the effort he put in without giving up. And so my husband and I are both trying to use those words more often and and saying things like, I love how hard you worked on that. And like, you never gave up. You really worked at that. That is a strength of mine. You know what's not a strength of mine? Doing my my children's hair, <laughs> like giving them the best, most nutritious foods all the time. Getting on the floor and playing. Oh my gosh, I'm not a board game player. I am not a card player. I don't even like building with Legos. I will sort through and find a Lego piece you're missing all day because it's, I don't know. I don't know why I like that, but I just do. But I don't, I'm not creative in the way of building things. I don't want to sit down with Play-Doh. That's not my jam. But I'm not going to feel guilty for it. And I'm not going to apologize for it. And I'm not going to go call up a friend or a family member and say, we were doing Play-Doh today and, you know, I just hate doing Play-Doh and and I feel really bad about it. But like, you know, I I just wasn't feeling it today. Why do you feel so bad about this? When you have so many other strengths that you're bringing to every single parenting situation and you feel bad that you don't like Play-Doh, stop. That is mom shaming yourself. Mom shaming yourself. 
when you mom shame yourself, inevitably, you also mom shame other mothers. Because you're holding yourself to such a high standard. I mean, naturally, you're going to hold everyone else to the same standard too. And that's how mom shaming keeps going. It's cyclical in nature. It just goes around and around and around. What if you were to do this? What if you were to try to lower your own expectations for yourself? What if you were to give yourself permission to step into each parenting moment with whatever you're bringing on your shoulders that day? Whatever it is, a lack of sleep, low patience, whatever. Or, or not, what, you might be bringing a great amount of patience and you might be in a fabulous mood, more power to you, but it doesn't matter. Whatever you're bringing to that parenting situation, that's what you've got. And you need permission from yourself to own that and to step into that position of motherhood and be like, this is who I am and this is, this is how I'm going to parent this situation right now. That's it. And then I'm going to move on to the next one and to the next one and to the next one because motherhood is constant, right? It's nonstop. You have a million chances to be who you are in that moment. And so if you were to forgive yourself, just take one parenting moment, like getting them ready for school in the morning or making a lunch on the weekends or whatever. Take one parenting moment. Last time, I think I told you guys, I wanted you to focus on finding your your mom's strengths in those moments. And now I want you to take it one step further. Not only do I want you to find your mom's strengths, but I also want you to give yourself permission to just be whoever shows up in that moment. So you shouldn't have these repetitive thoughts in your head. Oh, I gotta, I gotta be calm. I gotta, I gotta find my patience. I need to, I need to, I need to, I need to, I should have, I should have. Like remove all that. Just, just be, just be. And then Once you've practiced that a couple times in a couple different parenting situations and you relieve yourself of the burden of perfection, now, now with this new mindset, go out in public and apply it to somebody else. If a mother at work, a colleague at work is saying to you how she lost it on her child and threw their toys in the trash. I've never done that, but I've actually, and, and I don't think I have, I don't think I have it in me to do that, but I do know of some moms who have. And here's the thing. It's not, I don't support that, but who cares if I don't support it? It's, it, it doesn't matter. My opinion doesn't matter. No one's opinion matters. If it worked for you and, you know, I'm not speaking of, harming your children. I'm not speaking of abuse, obviously, of course, but I feel like I guess I should say that, but I feel like I shouldn't have to. But in a moment of crazy, if you were like, that's it, I told you to pick up your toys and you didn't and it goes in a trash bag, like, okay, okay, okay. You know what? The next day, you might be on the floor with your child and you're bonding and you're talking and you're reflecting and that is amazing too. I don't, I don't throw my kids' toys in the trash, and I'm not condoning it, but like, whatever. And it's okay for me to say or to think, mm, I wouldn't do that. That's not the choice that I would make, but I'm not going to judge your entire being over it. I might even say, wow, you, you had a tough day there, you know? 
you had a tough day, it sounds like. How can I support you? What do you need from me? Do you just want to vent about it? Because I'm here to listen. And I'm not here to judge. And that's okay. And the same, I guess that was kind of an extreme example, throwing your toys in the trash, but I actually know someone who did did that. But like, in general, name your parenting situation. You are having a picnic lunch with a friend and you brought your kids and, you know, your friend pulls out organic everything in a bento box and you pull out some smushed PB&J and goldfish that you threw in a paper bag. Like, okay. And even if the other person is judging you, and they might be, but I guarantee you are doing just as much damage by judging yourself before they've even opened their mouth. You're going into that picnic lunch and you're already apologizing before you even serve it, right? And you're going, oh, you know, uh, we have a lunchbox, but it's dirty somewhere and I, I was in a rush and I just, this is all I could find and this is what I grabbed. Um, hello, what are you doing? You probably have a good friend in your tribe who will say to you, I'm not even looking at what you're serving your kid. You don't even need to say that. And that's wonderful if you've got that kind of support. But what if you don't? What if you don't? You cannot control what other people think about you. You can only control what you think about yourself. And so if other moms are going to judge, okay, all right, okay, and Thank you next. Like, we're moving on. You can control your thoughts about yourself. What did you do really well? You're showing up to that picnic lunch. Maybe you drove 45 minutes for that picnic lunch. Maybe you remembered to sunscreen your kid head to toe and you supported them in the car before you got there and you were chatting about how much fun they'll have and how excited you are to see the cartwheels they can do and how high they can swing on the swing. Who cares about the PB&J and the goldfish? What are you doing right? Because it's so, so much. It's so much. And when I hear these mothers now, this community is finally like, it's going. And I am just so grateful and thankful for these these mothers and these women who are sharing their stories. But it's like, wow, the pressure you are putting on yourself. No wonder you're struggling. And this is a, this is a community for people who are raising challenging kids. And it is that support because we really, we're in the thick of it. And you are too, if you're listening to this, I would bet that you're in the same position. But really, we, we need to work on our mindset. Now, it doesn't happen overnight. This took me years to get here. And I'm not here all the time. This just happens to be who I'm showing up as right now. And I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good despite the fact that I um, shuttled my children off to my mother's house instead of spending time with them this afternoon so I could record this in peace. And I'm feeling good despite the fact that um, I lost my patience last night or the day before, whatever. Mom shaming will never stop as long as mothers are mom shaming themselves. And I really want you to take a good look at yourself in this and, and think about how you can stop the cycle of judging yourself first. We'll worry about everybody else later. Because you can't control them. We can vent about it, but you can't change them and you can't control them. But you can control your own thoughts. Go back to what are you doing well? What is the strength that you bring to this parenting moment that is purely yours to own? What is that? Who cares about the rest? You are doing the best you can. And this is your, 
reminder. I might have to say it every time, but this is your reminder that you were meant for this, that your children were meant to have you as a mother and that you were meant to be your children's mother. This role, it was, it was perfect for you. It was created for you. You bring to motherhood something that literally nobody else on the planet brings to motherhood. What is that? What does that look like? What does that sound like? What does that feel like for your children? So give yourself some permission. And I could use the word grace, and I actually really do like the word grace, but I'm not going to say that this time. And I might do another episode to dig a little deeper on grace. But basically, to put it short and sweet, to give yourself grace to me implies that you've done something wrong and you're forgiving yourself for it. And now there are things we do wrong. I mean, there's wrong is, is a thing, you know, and, and you can apologize for wrong. I'm not really talking about wrong. I'm talking about those little things that are not wrong. They're just extra pressure on yourself. Grace implies you have to forgive yourself for not showing up, for not stepping in. But remove the word. You did show up. You did step in. It's just, it might not have been the way you really wanted it to go, but that's, that's just how it is. We're humans. We're not perfect. So I'm not even going to say the word grace. I'm not going to say to give yourself grace because you don't need to apologize for anything. You don't need to forgive yourself for anything. You are who you are and you're so good at it. You're so good at it. Those little humans you're raising, they are going to grow and they're going to be their own mothers and fathers. And you're going to say to them as their mother when they're old, you're doing the best you can. You're doing a great job. I know it's hard, but you're doing a great job. If you can say that to other people, then you can say it to yourself. So I hope that this message resonates with you. Remove the word grace. You have nothing to apologize for. And for what it's worth, and for the love of all that is good, stop mom shaming yourself. When you do that, it will start to end the cycle of mom shaming others. I'm so grateful that you joined me today and are supporting my mission of bringing mothers together. You can find me on Instagram at ontheharddays with dots in between each word and on my website ontheharddays.com. I'd also love for you to join our active Facebook group where we talk more specifically about challenges our children are facing at On The Hard Days podcast and community. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast and leave a review because doing so will allow more mothers to find this podcast and join the community. Thank you so much.